Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Amanda Bell. Good morning. We are continuing the story of yesterday where the scattered church is advancing the gospel and Philip has been preaching the good news in Samaria which has led to many people believing including Simon the sorcerer and our passage today is a little bit longer so I'm going to do a part one and a part two so this is part one and what we see here is that Philip has faithfully preached the good news and to support him the church in Jerusalem has sent out Peter and John And when they arrive, they pray for people to receive the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands, as so far they've only been baptised into the name of the Lord. In other words, they are living out what we have already seen in Acts at Pentecost. The Holy Spirit gets poured out on all people, and in the words of John Wimber, we all get to play. And why is the Holy Spirit given? As a deposit guaranteeing what is to come, to be with us forever, the counsellor to guide us, to empower us, to adopt us, to convict the world in regard to sin and righteousness, to fill us with love, to give us good gifts, to edify one another, the list could go on. But what is the context of the Holy Spirit being given to us? It's because Jesus has ascended to heaven, having given himself on the cross. So actually the context is Jesus, the greatest gift we could ever have. And we have this character, Simon, the Merlin of his day. And in verse 18, he offers money so that he can do the magic of the spiritual hand touch too. So he he misses the point. And Simon has seen these signs and wonders of yesterday and that they're better than his own magic. And he's believed that like the parable Jesus tells of the farmer sowing his seed among the rocky soil, it seems to be quite a surface level belief. He has not allowed the God of grace to transform his heart through repentance. He hasn't learned a right posture of humility in the face of what Jesus has done. He is still following his old ways. The great magician is up to tricks. Actually, this surface level of faith is really just exchanging one great power for another. So he misses the point. He misses the great gift of all. He misses Jesus. And let's have a look at part two of our story and the response of Peter and John. So Peter's response is outrage. And we see that in verses 21 to 23. He says, your heart is not right before God. Repent of this wickedness, harsh words, and pray to the Lord in the hope that he may forgive you. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. Instead of allowing his heart to be captivated by the love of the Lord Jesus, Simon's heart is still captive to sin. And in the message translation, it says, ask for forgiveness for trying to use God to make money. I can see that this is an old habit with you. You reek with money lust. We saw yesterday that Simon loves power, and we see today that he loves money too. And we all know that money and power can be idols in our lives. And actually, this is a warning to all of us. We can hear really good preaching. We can see miracles and wonders and the power of the Holy Spirit being poured out, but our hearts can remain hard. Jago talked yesterday about having arrows that point away from ourselves towards Jesus. 
the purpose of our new life is to bring glory to Jesus, not ourselves. And the Holy Spirit helps us to do exactly that. When Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit in John, he says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another counsellor to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. And then goes on, that Spirit of truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. The gift of the Holy Spirit is so that we can have intimacy with Jesus and that we can glorify him with our lives, empowered and equipped to testify, to speak, to witness to the truth to point our arrows to Jesus. The chief end of Simon's faith was not the glory of Jesus Christ, but to display great power and profit by it. So he misses the real gift and his life can't be fruitful. One of my um, favorite little phrases in life is the Westminster Shorter Catechism of 1647, which says that man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. We are called to enjoy God forever. The greatest gift we will ever have is intimacy with Jesus Christ. And that is what the Holy Spirit enables before any signs and wonders. And the only spot response is in humility to get our hearts right and to seek him first. And let's go back to have a look at verse 24. Simon doesn't actually confess his sin here. He doesn't repent. He cries out, pray for me so that nothing you said might happen. His response is totally fear motivated. He still doesn't get it. He has not allowed God's kindness to lead him to repentance so that his heart can get right. The humility of being totally dependent on grace and the joy of knowing Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, who is faithful and just, who forgives us our sins and purifies us from all unrighteousness. Jesus, who has sent out his Holy Spirit into the world so that we might enjoy him forever. And it is this same spirit which is moving among us this morning to convict, to strengthen, to encourage, to fill, to unify, so that we can keep on glorifying God and testifying to his goodness. Simon says, give me also this ability so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. And he offers money for it. In contrast, in verse 25, Peter and John go about testifying and proclaiming the word of God wherever they go. Man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. So let's all point our arrows towards Jesus this morning. Thanks, Amanda. We prayed for arrows in, that God would fill us with his Holy Spirit and that he would fill us so that we can testify to God's glory. And then we prayed for arrows out, that we would glorify God and be his witnesses, that the the truth of who Jesus is would be known and that others would be set free from the captivity to sin and captivated by the love of Jesus Christ. And we had an extraordinary extended time of prayer in praying uh, for the Holy Spirit to come. And as he filled each one of us, he put so many different things on our hearts and minds about what the Holy Spirit does. And it was such an encouraging and exciting and unifying time as the church praying on HTC Daily. Hope you can join us next time.